0: Do you ever feel like you're taking two steps forward and one step back? Well, my loves, you want to listen up to my quick, quick, slow steps on how to connect with your heart. Make sure you're moving forward in the direction you want to travel every day with love and joy. So come on, let's go to the show. Welcome to the True Growth Podcast with me, Viv Allen, Success Coach and Trusted Counselor. Each week, I'm sharing with you the best of the tools, tips, and techniques I have learned in over 10 years of professional and personal development, designed to empower you to take courageous action in your business and in your life, so you can free up more time and earn more money. It is my mission to lead you towards your inevitable success on your terms so you can live a more joy-filled life by connecting what's in your head with what's in your heart. If you're ready to live your life with more ease and fun, doing what you love with who you love, then this show is for you. Hello my lovelies and welcome to the True Growth Podcast. How do you know you're on the right path? What if you woke up one day and realised you'd come to an impasse? You know you're not going forwards from where you are. You're too old to go back and start again. And you don't know how, what or where you want to head next. All you know is you don't want to be here, where you are. Well, I've been there and it's not a great place to find yourself. It can feel lonely and Dark and most of all, frustrating. I know you want to avoid that place and that you want to feel safe and know you're on the right path. And if this episode finds you in that dark, lonely, and frustrating place, then listen up because I'm going to share with you two quick steps and one slow one to connect with your heart so you can feel confidence and joy in expressing yourself and your heart's desires. And if all is going well in your life today, I want you to celebrate that too. It's a real achievement, and these steps will help you to remain connected to your heart, so that every day is a sunshine day for you. Before we get started, I wanted to give you a quick update on the VivAllen.com. So far this year, we have had two guests. It's been fantastic fun doing the interviews. I hope you've really enjoyed the shows. I want to know what you think so go ahead you know dm me message me um, all over the socials so there's no excuse not to get hold of me and let me know how what you think about the interviews and maybe if you've got any ideas about people you'd love to hear from um it's been a fabulous start to the year i've been working on my book i'm up to chapter six already and it's only 12 chapters long so i feel like i'm halfway there already And I've been building my team here at VivAllen.com and in my charity, DoorPip, so I can spend more time with my one-to-one clients because that is what I love the most. I've had a super holiday connecting with friends and families. Did you see the photos? I put them on Insta, so make sure you're following me there and I'll follow you back. But it was fantastic to spend some time with my girls, skiing, which is an activity we all love to do and just really connecting with them. It was just really great fun. They're both grown-ups now, and those times we get together are so special. And we're only six weeks into the year. The clients who started with me back in January are yomping their way through their goals and smashing down the barriers that were blocking their pathway to success. So if you want to work with me, do hang around, because these spots are like gold dust. Anyway, Let's talk about connecting. That's what the theme is for this month. I think you'll see a little bit more of this emerging as we go through the year. Each month, I'm going to bring to you topics all surrounded around one theme. So for February, because it's Valentine's, we're focusing on connection. And today, I want to talk about connecting with your heart. People are always saying to me, where do you get so much energy, Viv? I think it comes from getting really clear on what matters to me, what my mission is and how I choose to spend my time, you know, aka my energy. But it wasn't always this way. There was a time when I lacked energy. Bounce. Zip. I wasn't the vivacious viv that I am today. And while it was a long time ago now, I can still recall the day when I realised I felt dead inside. lifeless. And numb. I knew that it wasn't right because I had a beautiful home and two wonderful daughters, friends and family who loved me. Why did I feel so dreadful? I tell you why because I'd stopped listening to my heart. Instead, I'd listened to my head that kept telling me everything was okay. Instead, I listened to friends and family who told me everything must be amazing in my life because look at my beautiful home. But it wasn't okay. And I was not happy inside because I felt like I was dying. I was not living my truth. My relationship was a mess. And while I was trying so hard to fix that, my relationship with myself was suffering. And I stuffed down my wants and desires all to conform and comply and and pacify another. And what I have learned now though, is it was my responsibility to stay connected to my heart, to stay true to my values and beliefs, and to value myself enough to know that I'm okay as I am. I don't need to change, conform, or comply. And that sense of dread and heaviness, it came from my soul. It was feeling abandoned, lonely, and scared, because I had lost my way. I'd lost sight of who I was, lost connection with my heart. I was too scared to voice my desires or to ask for help or the support I needed. When I reflect back on those days now, I barely recognize myself. After all, I was not a caged animal. I was free to move about. And as I said, I was surrounded by friends and family. But the distance I was from my heart was in equal measure the distance I was from connecting intimately to those I loved. I'm recording this on Valentine's Day. So a day when the whole world expresses love for one another. But I'm wondering, how often do you express love for yourself? How do you show yourself that you love Admire and respect who you are. Certainly, when I speak with my private coaching clients about self-love, I'm often met with a quizzical gaze at first, like I'm speaking some foreign language. And I ask, do you care for your children? Yes, of course, is the reply. Do you care for your husband and partner? Yes, sure, of course I do. Do you care for yourself? Uh, hmm. The often much look of consternation as they try to figure out exactly what it is they do for themselves to show care and love in the same way they care and love for the others in the household. In fact, one client recently completed a form that I, I ask um, people who are starting to work with me a series of questions just so we can work out what the work is all going to be about and how it's going to shape and she completely skipped over the question what do you personally want to achieve by working together thinking instead of how working together would benefit her family and her business how oh, don't get me wrong it's wonderful to look after and care for those you love however when you do that at personal cost that's when you start to get into hot water that's when your energy gets sapped it's when you start to feel isolated and lonely, if left unchecked, leading to that dark place. And all the while wondering, how did I get here? I'm frustrated because you know, you know, you know you are in part responsible for where you have arrived, but it's been so long since you were yourself, you don't even know who she is anymore. Now, I don't want this for you. And the funny thing is, the more I learn to love myself, the more love I have for others, the more energy to share, more joy to bring, more love and certainly more laughter in my life. So what are these steps I took to recover myself? To reconnect with my heart? (laughs) Here they are. Step one is quick. You'll be pleased to know. Start by connecting your heart and your mind and entering into a dialogue between these two places within you. These centers of intelligence that often exist in total isolation from one another, even though they reside within the same body. It reminds me of a story about a plant pot. As a friend of mine was telling me about her parents who didn't actually get around to divorcing until the plant that grew between them on the dining table was so big they could no longer see each other. At which point their children, then nearly adults themselves, did sit down with their parents and say, look, isn't it about time you two got a divorce? But you can't divorce yourself. Private coaching clients often come to me when the pot is getting full to overflowing bursting its way through walls of silence within. So I want you to take a moment to reintroduce your heart to your head and your head to your heart. So do this now. Of course, if you're driving, maybe just do this in your mind's eye. But if you can, I want to encourage you to place one hand on your head and the other on your heart. And then let your head take the lead because we know it likes that. Let your head ask this question of your heart. Heart, what do you need me to know? Then listen. Listen carefully for a faint voice to respond. Whatever first pops into your head is the response you need to hear. Don't censor it, don't silence it. Just listen. Next, I want you to let your heart ask your head a question. Heart, ask head, what support do you need? And listen to the response. Whenever I do this exercise, which is often, I hear my head asking for permission to rest, to take a break. So while you're doing this, breathe deeply and listen. This way you connect into your heart and show yourself you're willing to look within for the answers. You are demonstrating respect to your heart and to your mind. Because your heart's desire is not the same as the desires of your mind. It's important to open up the channels of communication between them and keep them open. So do this exercise daily and write down in your journal the unfolding conversation as a new relationship is emerging with you and your heart. Let the love flow. And the next step is also a quick one. I do like these short, simple solutions. What I'm going to encourage you to do now is to focus. Focus on what matters to you. Easier said than done, right? All those competing demands, work, business, family, life. Yet this is the whole truth. Focusing on what matters to you is the heart of the matter. And are these things you're doing, you know, this busy work, the competing demands, working lots of hours, doing lots of things, are these kind of handy distractions? Do they serve to put a distance between you and the things you are afraid of confronting, owning up to, or dealing with? Because busy work is a brilliant way to exhaust yourself. So when you arrive at the end of the day, you are exhausted, simply too tired to write your journal, or to meditate, or go to the gym, or have that difficult conversation with your spouse or partner about whose turn it is to clean the toilet. (laughs) You know, we keep our distance from our loved ones and from ourselves. We put up invisible barriers until those walls get bigger and bigger. What are you afraid of? Well, I suggest intimacy. Getting to know yourself requires honesty, ownership, and sometimes... The things we have to own up to are not pretty. To simplify this, though, think of this. Human beings desire connection. Intimacy is the path to true connection that you desire. And intimacy lies in the absence of distance. Distance between us and our desires. So there you have the human dilemma. On one hand, you want connection. And on the other, you're doing everything in your power to block and prevent it. Why? (laughs) Because being intimate with someone, even if that someone is yourself, allows love in. And allowing love in requires us to be vulnerable. And that's scary. So how do you cultivate a safe place to practice being vulnerable? (laughs) In your own heart, of course. So next time you're putting off meditating, journaling, or simply being alone in silence and stillness, know that you are really maintaining the distance between where you are and where you want to be. Feeling safe and at home in your own body. You are saying no to love, personal intimacy. (laughs) No, I love Shrek, the movie. Not the person, I guess. Is it really person? It's fictitious. No. Okay, let's go. Um, I do like Shrek because he says this thing about people. People are like onions and they have many layers. So as you settle into this practice, you are working through your many layers. And it reminded me of a story that was told to me about a yogi master. At some point in this guy's history, he had been homeless and living on the streets. And he tells the story in the class about an onion. So he had been begging on the streets all day, and all he had found was an onion. Not much for your supper, eh? What he did was he decided that he was going to make a feast from this very single onion. He was going to have a starter, a main course, and a dessert. Now, if anyone thinks about an onion, that is actually possible. Starting with some finely chopped raw onion, and then moving on to a main course of gently sautéed onion, and then allowing what remained, caramelise slowly in the frying pan until it was sweet for dessert. And that story teaches, or at least it taught me, about treats, savouring, creativity of our minds to find solutions, appreciation, making the most of our resources and honouring what we have. So, I'm going to encourage you to learn to focus on what matters to you. In the same way that that yogi master focused on what mattered to him that night alone with his onion, he nourished himself, entertained himself, and honored his body by creating food that sustained him. And step three is the slow step. So quick, quick, slow. Sounds like a waltz, right? <laughs> this is all about the dance of life. And we can do with slowing down. And the technique for this is to do a time and motion study on your week. You, I will guarantee, will be enlightened, illuminated and It's going to explain a lot. To do this, simply look at the hours you spend each day and categorise how you spend your time. Just do it for a week. And you, I promise, will be so amazed at what this reveals, about the choices that you're making, how you're spending your time. It'll also be illuminating because you'll have an opportunity to think about how you can change things up a little. When I did this, actually I have done it more than once thanks to my best friend who keeps reminding me about the projects I take on. I have found myself with roles and responsibilities that when I added up all the hours that were required of me came to the full-time equivalent of three people. And believe me, I have done this more than once. I'm not perfect yet. I'm still working these things out too. But what I have learned is that thankfully I have loads of energy. Not only am I able to be laser focused on what matters to me, I am living from my heart, doing only what I love with who I love. No more energy leaks for me. So to recap, you have now heard my three quick, quick, slow steps to connect it with your heart. Use that heart and head connection to start up a conversation so you can really listen in to your heart. Place one hand on your heart and one hand on your head and ask those questions. What do I need to know? What support do you need? And then for the second step, invest in yourself by focusing on what matters to you. So you can start to close the distance between where you are and where you want to be, creating a pathway to intimacy. And the third step, remember, was to slow down. Do the study and see why you're rushing busy and have no time for intimacy. And if you want more help with this, I have created a handy tool to help you work out exactly how you can do more of what you love. I'm going to put the link in the show notes so it's there for you, my lovelies. And now that's it from me. It's Valentine's night and I am going off for a date with myself. I've got a bubble bath calling me with scented candles face pack and a large glass of GT without the G. Until next time, my loves, I would love to hear about your Valentine's weekend and learn more about what you love and how you bring more joy and laughter into your life. Now you know the quick, quick, slow steps to connecting to your heart. So let me know. Remember to sign up for your free Steps to Success handbook so you can shortcut your way to living through your heart. Thanks for listening. If you have enjoyed today's show, I would love it if you'd head over to iTunes and leave me a review. And to show my appreciation, each month I will be randomly selecting one reviewer to win a free coaching call. Simply leave your review for a chance to win. How good is that?